we're back. Appreciate you staying with. And we've got a guest that we want to get to her right away. So the question was, which over-the-counter medical product sees a 20% spike in the day after the Super Bowl? Hmm. Over-the-counter? Yeah. Oh, geez. Um... Well, my first thought was ibuprofen, but you can buy that whenever. But well, yeah, that's over the counter, you know. Mm-hmm. So yeah, hey, why don't you bring up Amy? Let's see if Amy's got any. Hey, All Amy, right. do you have any idea? Well, I was thinking whatever helps hangovers. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> that was my thought too when I first saw the question. Guess what it is? It's antacids. Really. Not hangovers, it's for antacid for all the stuff they ate in the Super Bowl Sunday. Oh. I think I'm feeling that way because I'm eating way too much over on this side. <laughs> I'm, yes, I'm not used to that. So, anyway. Yeah, anyway, so if you've got a question for Amy, please give a holler about uh, uh, the oils, you know, essential oils for your pet or your cat or your dog. 651-641-1071. Okay, Amy, what, uh, let's see where are we at here. Okay, so um, so they can get that chart on your website, Correct. The dilution the chart and such, the, the diffusing guide. Yeah. Yep. Okay, and that can that's at amywilliamsdelong dot com, correct? Yes. Okay, correct. and then is there anything else that you have on your on your website that? On my, um, just general information. It's a pretty simple website. Right. It is. It is about just me a little bit and my services. A little bit about aromatherapy. Okay. Um. So when you go, if you, you have to put your name in and your email, and then I will send you the download so that you can get that guide. But also with that, I have an essential oil cautions safety guide that is like the complete guide to the oils that you need to use caution with for people and pets. Okay. And there's a special section in there just about cats. Okay. Okay. And so, okay, so we can help our pets and ourselves too. Do you work on people at all too, or is it do you, you just uh, is this pets? Um, I do work with people, and I blend stuff for friends or uh, clients. I mean, I don't, I don't market to the people industry. Right, 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 right. <laughs> my focus is my focus is pets. Okay, but yes, people that know me or the parent, the in fact, I I had a dog. He was the older, oh, he was like a great Pyrenees. It was, you know, he was a very large dog. And we had several blends for him. Because, and, and then we were making blends for her, too. She was going through a lot in her own life. So we did some anxiety blends for her. Um, and in fact, when we're talking anxiety, this dog had a lot of anxiety, which is why um, I was working with him. Thunderstorms was one of them. Um, and the beautiful thing about oils and thunderstorms is that they're effective immediately. So one of the challenges they'd have is like, you know, the vet prescribed trazodone, but when a storm shows up at two in the morning, you don't have time for trazodone. No, uh-uh. You know, so we were able to make some blends that would just at least take that, the edge off to get through through that storm. They usually move through pretty quick. Yep. Now, the majority of the oils, these are not taken internally, correct? They're just to the sniffer. Correct. I do not advise doing internal. Okay. Um, you know, unless you were working with a veterinarian or somebody that. Um, but I, I don't. Also, also I don't because they're anti. All, all oils have some amount of antibacterial properties to them. Mm-hmm. And, and if you're giving them, 
like, you know, I see, again, I see in Facebook groups and things, people are daily giving these, these oils routine, like, preventative. But what you're really doing is giving, like, an antibiotic. Okay. So you are damaging, I mean, you can be affecting the gut biome. All right. By giving these preventatively. Oh, excellent. Excellent idea. Um, or even, you know, too much or, so that's why in the aromatherapy world for people, only people that are certified in internal use um, are, are the ones, because there's, ba- there's a lot of factors. It's based on weight. Okay based on, you know, what your symptoms are. Mm-hmm. So just throwing them into water or, or that is just not something I recommend. Okay, I have a question. Do you do a blasto, a blasto is? Yep. In dogs? Okay. So I've had a couple people that have, luckily the dogs pulled through, but there was they said it needed to be treated by with a fun, fungicide. Is that right? <laughs> Yeah. Okay, so it does the the oils. Are there oils in there that can help a dog that's are dealing with blasto? Yeah. Okay. There's some really really good antifungal. Well, antifungal and fungal side are different. Okay. Um, because you know one can prevent it and one can kill it. Ah. Okay. So, but yes, there are. I've worked with yeast too, like yeast infection, like skin yeast infection. Right. Um, made shampoos antifungal. Nice. You know, that were at least as effective, if not more. I found more effective because they were gentler on the skin mm-hmm. than some of the prescription Ooh. shampoos. Well, that's nice. Wow. Yeah, boy, it's just, it's overwhelming what you, how you that's, can help. It is. And I, I love coming on your show, Katie. I love talking to you about this. Well, yeah, there, there is so much. Yes, there is. And, uh, okay, th- now, okay, we'll, we'll try a cat question here. Okay, cat is basically an over a nice cat, right? And then every once in a while when uh, people go through the room, the cat literally comes out and not just plain, grabs you and bites you. <laughs> okay, whereas you never know, you never see it coming. Now, this isn't one of my cat cats. This is a question that was presented to me a while back. But anyway, and so, I mean, and then, you know, sometimes he can be a little bit witchy when, um, when you try to pet him. You know, the tail will start flopping and you can see he's uncomfortable. You know, and I just tell people, then put him down. He's not happy. <laughs> right. But anyway, yeah. but so the thing, I mean, literally, it's like Dr. Jekyll and Mr. Hyde. And, you know, so we, we worked on the diet, you know, get him off of dry food, get him in a grain-free canned food and some raw and stuff like that, you know, because we are what we eat, right? But anyway, so the thing is, things did get a little bit better, but he still had this Dr. Jekyll and Mr. Hyde. Um, so what, is there oils that could help that? Well, what I would do with that is use an herb garden. I mean, we can try some oils. We can look at that. Um, but, I mean, whenever we're doing this, we want to look at what's the underlying cause, right? Mm-hmm. So, you know, what, and if you can figure out a trigger, that's always great. But the beautiful thing about an herb garden is that I could set down, or you can, you can try. These oils are all safe for cats as well. Um, but, like, a geranium or a lanolang, those are oils that help their balancers. Right, so in Chinese medicine, you talk about yin and yang, and yep. they help balance that. Okay. So when you have Jekyll and Hyde, we want to kind of find the middle, right? We okay. want to balance that. Okay. Um, so there are oils that either either like put a very diluted drop of oil on a cotton ball and allow them to sniff that, mm-hmm. um, keeping your eye on it so it doesn't become a 
ping pong ball or a toy. <laughs> but um, but an herb garden, I can get, I, I can go to the co-op or, you know, sometimes you find them online and just get some like bulk herbs and find like a geranium um, or funny to tell valerian. Oh, valerian, okay. Really popular, sometimes more popular than catnip okay. for cats. Oh, really? And it's very calming, right? Valerian is the valium. It's right. the plant that the valium comes from. Right. <laughs> yep. So, um, by having that available, and a cat can go to that when they need it, seek it out, okay. inhale, and rebalance themselves. So now, our, when you see a herb garden, now, am I growing this and growing certain herbs? Or you can okay, or then like, or am I getting uh, dried like valerian, you know, and putting it like in a tea bag type, like tea cloth type thing? What am I doing? You can you if you have fresh, you can certainly offer fresh. Okay. Um, and, and you can use dried. Okay. Um, so of course, living here in Minnesota, yeah. I just work with dried. Yeah. <laughs> you don't always have fresh available. But I can just set the dried herb on the floor. Like, I, I usually use, like, a, a towel, like, get a yeah, big right, towel or something. Right, Just And sprinkle them out. Mm-hmm. It doesn't need to go in anything. Ah. Fact, um, again, if you reach out, if you if you want to learn more about this, you can just go to the website, email me, and say, hey, I want to learn more about herb gardens. I have some videos on YouTube um, that demonstrate some of the cats that I've worked with. and when they walk through. So like literally you could put out like six different or four different mm-hmm. and imagine it being like this dried herb garden that they can walk through okay. and they can go, Oh, what is this? And they can, sometimes they'll pass right by. Sometimes they'll lay down. I have cats that roll all over on them. Um, they can eat them and it's still safe if they choose to do that. Oh, nice. That's um, for an example. I have oh, a cat hold that. that with. Hold on. We got to okay. run to break. Okay. So we'll come back and hear that story about that, about the cat. Okay. Uh, what was the coldest ever outdoor Super Bowl? What was the coldest? Uh, how cold is it? And uh, where was it at? And who was playing? That's a three-tier three, three tier question there, sir. So let's see if we can, if you can come up with that, Mr. Football. <laughs> okay. What was the coldest ever outdoor Super Bowl? Who was, where was it at? What was the temperature? And who was playing? We'll be back. All right. Thank you again for spending Super Bowl Sunday. Kickoff is in less than 15 minutes. So here we go. Okay. Well, and now you're, who are you picking in Super Bowl? I got the Rams. Okay. Yeah. I got it. I can't go against you. I want to take the Rams too. Okay. Mm. What was the coldest ever outdoor Super Bowl? Was Super Bowl six? If you want to back that far, okay. Okay, do you have any idea? Uh, it's totally going to be random, so I'm probably going to go with like the Steelers or something. And uh, where? Where? Um, I'm going to go somewhere like northeast, maybe New England or or uh, maybe it was in Wisconsin. I don't know. <laughs> okay, well, this I thought this was rather funny. Uh, okay, so it was the temperature was 39 degrees. Really? Okay. Yep, thirty nine degrees, and it was at Tulane Stadium in New Orleans. Oh, and uh, Dallas Cowboys won over the Miami Dolphins. Really? Yep. So thirty nine degrees, Super Bowl six at Tulane, T U L A N E, 
Stadium in New Orleans. Can you imagine New Orleans, 39 degrees? I would kill for 39 degrees right now. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> That's very true. Yeah. You know, they, when you win the Super Bowl, you get a trophy. Well, you know what trophy that is? Uh, the Vince Lombardi trophy. You betcha. Do you know how many pounds it weighs? Uh, no, I not off the top of my head. Seven pounds. Seven pounds. Do you know how tall it is? Um, About three feet, maybe. 22 inches. 22 inches. Okay, and do you know what the cost is? To make it? Yep. Uh, no clue. <laughs> $50,000. And do you know what it's made out of? Uh, it's probably not aluminum. Probably not. No. It's made out of solid sterling silver. Really? Solid sterling. So it's seven pounds, 22 inches tall, $50,000 to make it, and it's solid sterling silver. Holy moly. So now you can say that when you get home today, and you can say, hey, look at how smart I am from the Kitty K-9 show today. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. Okay, let's head for Amy. is patiently waiting. Hey, Amy, you still with us? I am. Okay, so now you're going to tell us the story about the cat. Yes, about mirror cat. So they, uh, my friend Karen had a boxer. She got a boxer puppy, and she had mirror the cat. And the puppy, you know, who started small and cute, kind of grew, right? Yeah, yeah. And wanted to play with the cat. Cat's totally getting stressed out. Yep. And not using the box, um, hiding, slinking around behind all the furniture because puppy wants to play with her and, and would just randomly, like, pounce her and things right. like that. So uh, the vet had prescribed her, like, a kitty Prozac. Yeah. Um, and... You know, Karen wasn't too happy about that. And so we got to talk, and I'm like, well, let's try the herbs. So gave her some options to different herbs to try. Well, it turns out that Mir loves valerian. Mm. Like, so I gave her these herbs in a baggie. The herb never even made it out of the baggie. <laughs> and she never put it on the ground because she had the dogs, right? Right. So, um, so she kept it in her office where she could kind of control it. Well, she sent me a little video of Mears kind of slinging around the top of her desk, coming around behind the, the computer monitor, and a little paw coming out in front trying to grab the bag. <laughs> so, um, so Garen just leaves the bag out. I mean, she leaves it in a place where Mir can get it. I think it has some, you know, nail claw holes in it Right, now. right, right. And yeah. she just comes up and needs it a little bit, gets her dose that she wants, and off she goes. No kitty Prozac. She's using the litter box just fine. And I have another picture of her sleeping next to the now full-grown puppy. Oh, wow. Is that ever cool? And then, Isn't that, that cool? That is, that, is, yeah. Yeah, that is way cool. Because uh, there's a lot of people that have litter box problems, especially I just got an email from a gal that their dog, they put their dog down and the cat now is starting to go outside the litter box. Uh, they were kind of good buddies, you know. And yeah. so this, you'd be selling like, maybe I need to send her your way if she's not listening to the show. <laughs> yeah. but, well, sure. There's a lot. I mean, there's some grief factors, right? Yeah. Oh, yeah, definitely. We can, we can help them with grief. I mean, and you know, look at if there's any other issues going on with that. Right. Especially, I, I find, I mean, essential oils work really well for physical things. There's uh-huh. a lot of chemistry. There's a lot of science behind that. Right. Um, and I, they just work so well on emotional issues. And that's something that the the traditional veterinary community doesn't really have. Right. Other than, you know, that medication. Right. And, and that's not always 
that's not always the best choice. No, it's not. It's not. It's so easy to turn to drugs, both in humans and dogs or cats yeah. or horses yeah. or whatever, instead of seeing what out there, like Bach flowers, oil, essential oils, you know, things like that. You know, things yeah. that could, might, you know, work with what God already put here. <laughs> once we figure Absolutely. it out, what we once we figure it out, how to use it, what works when, why, and where. <laughs> you know that. And now people can call you, and they can uh, you can help them out by making blends. Uh, for them, like they can tell you what's going on in the dog or the cat, and then you can you can help them like over the phone consults, and you can do sessions over the phone, or you can go to to their homes. Correct? Yes. Okay. And so let's say give your website once again. Amy And Amy is A M Y. Because, you know, yes. some people spell, you know, like I know A-M-I, A-M-I-E. A-M-Y. Yep. And then Williams, yep. maiden name, and DeLong. Is D-E-L-O-N-G dot com. Yes. There you go. There you go. Okay. There you go. So they want to learn more about you. And now what you want to leave us, my our listeners, my listeners, whatever is ours now, because we've been talking for a long time. Yes. <laughs> but anyway, with is any wisdom or other things that you might have just popped into your head that you can help them with? Oh, help them with. Um, I think when, you know, when it comes to using essential oils, so the biggest thing that, that I just reiterate is, is the safety factor and and not to overdo it. Mm-hmm. I mean, less is more. Okay. Less is always more, and it's very effective. And and dogs get, you know, has uh, their scepter, their nose scepters. They go from like, you know, 1 million to 300,000 uh, or 1,000 up to, up to 300,000, right? As far as the receptors in their noses, you know, compared to the humans, I think yeah. it's smaller than that. Yeah. And so that's why what if it's if if we go, whoo, it's way too potent for the animals. <laughs> yeah, and I think people get disappointed sometimes because when we're diffu- when it comes to diffusing, you know, instruction manuals will say, oh, put five to ten drops in. Well, I'm doing two and three uh, with the animals, and sometimes the people don't really smell it, and so they get disappointed, right? But the animals do. Okay. So I think, you know, I, I really talk to people, if you're going to diffuse for yourself, you know, there's one set of rules that I use to keep pets safe. Right. And if you want to use essential oils, you know, whether it's diffusing or whatever method we use, when we use them with the animals, there's rules for that when we're using them specifically for the animals. Correct. Correct. Yeah, see, a bloodhound is a no- the number one sniff smeller uh, of everything. And they have three million receptors. Three, yeah, three, no, 300 million. I said that wrong. 300 million receptors in a bloodhound nose. And the yeah, average dog is 125 million, you know, up to the 300 million. And the average human is 5 million. So that's wow. what, you know, we're in a fraction of what the dogs can actually smell. So it's just crazy. It is. And I would say, you know, if you're going to offer an oil or try it, something, don't open it. They don't need it. Yeah. <laughs> Once again, if we go, whoo, then it's like yeah. you're going to knock the dog on his butt. Now, well, and uh, then the reaction is so they're so strong, and then the people go, oh, they don't like it. Right. Okay, hold on and, a sec. And when, do we have a call? For, yeah, for we do Amy? have a caller. For Amy? Yeah, for Amy. Okay, so hold on, Amy. we got a call when you come back, okay? Okie doke. Okay, let's see. What is the oldest co- oldest coach to win in, in the Super Bowl? What is the oldest coach? We'll be back. All right. Thank you much. The coin toss is off and going. 
And what trivia question or di- trivia did you just share with me about that? Yeah, so we do have the game running in the studio right now, and they said the last seven Super Bowls, the team that has won the coin toss have lost the game oh, in Super Bowl history. Oh, interesting, isn't so, that? There you go. Yeah. Okay, the oldest tra- uh, oldest coach to win a Super Bowl. Do you know who it is? My um, guess would probably be John Madden. No, his, 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 he coached New England. Oh, Bill Belichick. Yep. Oh, there you he's go. He's the oldest coach to win a uh, uh, Super Bowl. Okay, which team won? Which team went to four consecutive uh, Super Bowls? Which team went to four consecutive Super Bowls? I would say the Patriots or the Steelers. Nope, Buffalo Bills. Buffalo Bills, really? Okay, which team lost four consecutive Super Bowls? Vikings. <laughs> <laughs> That's well, true. Not, well, yeah, we lost four, but not consecutive. Right, but, uh, okay. Um, I don't Buffalo know. Bills. Oh, the Bills They did. went four years, you know, because four consecutive, yeah. and they lost all four. Uh. <laughs> <laughs> okay, it was 1980, uh, uh, 81, 82, 83, 84 to 83. Wow. Is what it was, yeah. So anyway, 80, 81, 82, 83. But anyway, so yeah, and that's something. Yeah. <laughs> okay, let's bring up... Uh, our guest star here, <laughs> that would be we're talking to Amy DeLong, A M Y Williams at DeLong, D E L O N G dot com. Uh, if you want to get a hold of her, you can uh, get her a hold through her website. And we have a caller on the line that has a question for Amy. So you want to bring that up? Yeah. So we have Susie on the line, and she has a question on aromatherapy and how it can be used for skin issues in your pets. Okay. Skin issues in the pet there, Amy. Now, does this gal. Does she have, Susie, are you up? Are you there? I am up. Oh, there you are. Okay. <laughs> now, is this for a dog, cat, both what? It's for a dog. For a dog? And okay. um, I've got a miniature poodle who has had skin issues. She's an itchy girl. We She's on raw food, fish oil, you know, you name it. And uh, she's still itchy. All right. Okay, Amy, you're up. All right. Well, I mean, you're doing all the things with the diet and we look, Always with uh, allergy things, you know, we're looking at immune system and all these other things. For aromatherapy, what I really like is hydrosols uh, because they're really safe to use and I can spritz them directly on the skin. Um, now, and the, I should say, the hydrosol and the essential oil, uh, you can use the same plant, right? So chamomile, German chamomile, is really has some antihistamine properties to it. Lavender also has antihistamine pro- uh, properties to it. Um, and there's a, yarrow also has antihistamine product, or properties. Um, do you know what, she, what she's allergic to or he? Are you there, Susie? Yeah, I just lost Amy, though. Oh, okay. Did she ask you, do, do, do you know what she's allergic to at all? No. Okay, no. How many, how many years or how long have you been putting uh, doing this, putting up with this, or trying to change it? Uh, um, about twelve years. Well, oh, Jiminy Christmas! Okay, <laughs> okay, Amy, did you hear that? Yeah, twelve years. So I think, Susie, you know, another I would look at going back to what helps to relax. Um, you, you can use you can use them topically to relieve itching, right? So we can use some cooling oils or. Um, I mean, I would, in, when I do skin like this, I like using aloe vera gel as a base mm-hmm. carrier. 
Um, I would also use some calendula infused oil. That's really healing for skin. Carrot seed is really helpful for skin. Um, if, if it, you know, and this is where I'd want to like see what's happening with the skin. What stage is it in? Is it just itchy? Is it red? Is it inflamed? Um, all of those. So we can cool down, um, like a peppermint hydrosol can be really effective with cooling hot skin, just like if you had a sunburn. Okay. Mm-hmm. Um, but the other piece of it, since it's been going on so long, as I would look at from a relaxation standpoint, what can you do to help her relax so that she, um, so that the itching maybe doesn't affect her quite so much? Like a Roman chamomile is very calming, and it has anti-histamine uh, properties to it. Um, yeah, you know, that's occurred to me that it might be an anxiety issue, or, or although it's not anxiety in the typical I'm scared or, right, you know, right. that type of a right. thing. Um, because I do notice when she's not getting what she wants, for example, dinner on time, we're <laughs> <laughs> scratching more. Ah. ah. It can become a habit, really. Yeah. I mean, I've, I've seen, um, like, I have a cat that I work with that starts pulling her hair, his hair out when he doesn't get enough tension. Oh. He also has some pain in that area. So, I mean, they, they can lick and, and scratch. Or they, they'll lick for pain. They tend not to scratch as much for pain. Um, but definitely there can be an, an anxiety. There could have been an anxiety component at what time. It became a habit. Or she gets more attention when she does it. Or he or uh-huh. I'm sorry. I don't know. Okay. Um, you know, Susie. Let- yeah, I would also, so I would also look at, at relaxation. Sweet marjoram is a great one um, because it, it, it helps stimulate the immune system. Not, I mean, it helps build the immune system. So if you have an allergy or, or that factor to it, but it's also very calming. It's very relaxing. It's, um, it's, a, it's like a grandma's chicken soup. <laughs> That's a good analogy. <laughs> uh, Susie, also, too, could I mention something? Now, you said she gets really itchy, especially if dinner's not on time. Right. Okay. Uh, how many times a day do you feed your dog? Twice. Okay. You know what you're going to start doing? You're going to change that set, that feeding time up. You're not going to feed her at the same time anymore. <laughs> All right? Because, like I say. I laugh at that because um, one time I was on the phone with Dr. Levy. Oh, okay. And... Um, we were involved in a conversation regarding her, uh-huh. and dinner was a little late, and she started talking. Yep. <laughs> what yep. say? Yep. Oh, kind yeah. Of whining and all that kind yep. of stuff. And, and Dr. Jess even said, Oh, good God, just give her dinner. <laughs> <laughs> but just make sure yeah. you go in another room. But that's what I would do because a lot of that, that causes anxiety. If there's a schedule, if the schedule gets broken. And so the, mm-hmm. the, what the dog has to learn to do is find a center so he can calm down along with what, you know, what Amy's suggesting. Also, too, is another thing. How many pounds is your dog? Um, she's about 10 and a half, 11 pounds now. Okay. Um, when you sit down, does she always sit in your lap? Um, usually next to me. Okay. She's mute, mostly touching you. Um, yeah. 
Okay. One thing, I one exercise I would try with her is to teach her to calm herself down by herself. It's called the mm-hmm. invisible dog. Just uh, nylon leash, nylon collar. Put the uh, three quarters of the leash on the chair. Sit on it, and now ignore her. Don't look at her. Don't touch her. Don't talk to her. Don't do anything. And what you're going to do is she tries to jump into your lap. Turn your head sideways because the side profile is a calming face. Uh, calming you know, for to a dog and then have your one hand on the wrist and just kind of bump her so she can't land in your lap and just give a, ah, just like that. Okay. And what we want is that when you sit on the leash, she calms down quicker and quicker and curls up at your feet on the floor and no longer tries to jump into your lap. Okay. So now she's finding her center. She's learning how to calm herself down, not just go, Hey, look at me. Look at me now, now, now. <laughs> okay. And so this way here, I think that might help some of her anxieties along with what, uh, with Amy's, you know, suggested. And remember, she's 12 years old. I think you said correct. Yeah, but she's also blind, Katie. Okay, well, it doesn't make any difference. It doesn't make any difference, okay? Because okay. she can learn. She's, she can feel you. She's right there. You know, she's uh-huh. right there. So it's not like you're turning her loose in a room and she's got to find you. You know, well, she probably can. That's where the smell comes in. But what you want her to learn to do is just calm herself down. All right. Okay. Whether you're blind or deaf or whatever type thing, you know, you can make yourself relatively antsy in the pantsy. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Until you learn how to just zen. Cause humans have a hard time doing nothing just to hang out and wait, be patient. And then, like I said, even though she's 12, she's blind, she can learn. There's still things for her that she can learn. Okay. Because okay. that would be the thing is I would change your dinner time. And then, you know, just, uh, it, it, like I say, if you have, you know, you're going to, let's say you normally feed her at, uh, uh, six in the morning. Okay. And then you're going to wait till eight or nine. Go be other places other than in the kitchen. And if she, mm-hmm. yeah, and if she starts screaming, just leave. Uh, and, you know, just kind of work on it. Just kind of see, just to help her kind of zen herself out a little bit. All right. Okay. Okay, Amy, Amy. I have some other suggestions. Sure, Amy. Since um, I have a blind dog that I work with, and I think whether they're deaf or blind, they tend to rely on their other senses more. Mm-hmm. Right? Mm-hmm. So when you're doing, Susie, when you're using essential oils with him, or I'm sorry, her, I can't remember. That's right. Um, that go really diluted down, like a half. Uh, and if you need, if you want to know how to figure that out, reach out to me on my website because I have a chart um, of how to dilute them. But the other thing, the hydrosols might be really good because they're very gentle and they're much more subtle. Because um, mm-hmm. I find that these dogs that are highly sensitive, sometimes the oils are just too much. So how we work with them is, is even more, you know, pull back and, and use them even even more diluted, more respectfully with them. Um, but the other piece of, you know, to tie into what Katie was saying about keeping them on the ground, um, you can throw in those grounding oils that we were talking about before, and which are also calming, you know, like some furs or spruces. Um, you could try a bergamot and, you know, a lavender, mm. that's going to be calming. Um, so, you know, looking at just helping him settle, Okay. Right. What about, um, you hear a lot about oils, essential oils being in shampoos and such. What about doing something like that? Um, I, well, if you smell it and it smells very fragrant, for, I mean, they blend these things to smell good to people, right? Because I want my dog to smell like that. 
generally speaking, I make my own shampoo, which is just like a castile soap, maybe some aloe vera, um, and throw a, some oils in with it based on what's happening with my animal. But I'm not looking for, I don't want my dog to smell like it afterwards because that's a lot of oil. The other mm-hmm. thing about these companies is the quality of a of oil or fragrance that are in the product are not going to be the same quality that you would buy and want to use therapeutically with your animal. They're, that's just too expensive for them to do right. to, to blend up all these products. Yep. So okay. they may be synthetic. You know, a lot of times they're synthetic depending on the company um, or who you're buying them from. But, mm-hmm. you know, that's something too. Like if you're itching skin, that could be irritating. Yeah. One thing that I recommend doing is using an uh, apple cider vinegar rinse after a bath because it helps to restore the pH of the skin. Mm, interesting. So yeah, tried that. Hard. What? I, we've tried that. The apple cider vinegar? Okay. Mm-hmm. That, it didn't help. Nope. Well, it sounds like, like I said, I think, you know, what Amy earlier suggested, you know, uh, some calming, but then mm-hmm. some uh, that, what did you say, hydro what? Hydrosol. Okay, hydrosol. And then maybe try her shampoo that she makes, not over-the-counter ones. And just right, like that makes right. it That's difference. what I was thinking of doing is making my own shampoo. Mm-hmm. Okay. Sounds good. Okay. Okay, kiddo. I appreciate the call. Anything else? No, that's it. Okay. Thank you. Well, thank you. On to the Super Bowl. <laughs> well, the Packers aren't playing, so. Yeah, that's true. Yeah, yeah the same here. <laughs> I got my Vikings jersey on, but yeah. Well, it is what it is. 45 years, we haven't been in the Super Bowl. You guys have been luckier. (laughs) Yeah, we have. There you go. Thank you for the call. Take care, Suze. You too. Bye-bye. Bye-bye. Thank you, Amy. Yeah, thanks. Good luck. Reach out if you have more questions. Yep. Okay. Well, Amy, okay. get ready. Hey, thanks. We got to run to break and then we come back. We don't have much time for the end of the show. I can't believe we talked for two hours there. But anyway, well, not really. There's a lot of commercials in between. But anyway, uh, so once you, uh, when we come back from break, Amy, be ready to just kind of sum stuff up and then how they can get a hold of you. And here's the re- last trivia question What was the highest scored, the highest Super Bowl score ever totaled? Okay. That's both, you know, with both teams. Okay. What was yep. the highest score? The score for the uh, scored Super Bowl. We'll be right back. All right, we're winding it down. What was the highest Super Bowl scored ever totaled? What, do you know what that was? Uh, is it over a hundred points? No. No, it's not. Oh. Mm. Seventy-five. Seventy-five. It was uh, between the San Francisco 49ers uh, beating San Diego, forty-nine to twenty-six. Oh wow. 49ers against San Diego. They won 49 to 26. Which player has won Super Bowl MVP three times? I would say Tom Brady. Nope. Joe Montana. Joe Montana. And he played for the NFL for 16 seasons. Joe Montana was Joe Cool or the comeback kid. Yeah. All right. Okay. We're winding it down. We've been talking to Amy DeLong. Amy, you still with us? Sure. Okay, what do we how do we want to sum this up? <laughs> we kind of went a lot of places here today. <laughs> we did go a lot of places. Um, I think, you know, essential oils are just so popular right now. And I, and I do want to say I'm not affiliated with any brand right. essential oil. So yep. I just give you unbiased facts and I do a lot of teaching. Um, but aroma, like true holistic aromatherapy 
is way more than just essential oils because we have the hydrosols, we have infused oils, butters. There's a lot of other aromatic and botanical products that we can use with them. But when we're working with animals, we just really need to be safe. Safety is my up foremost top of mind always. Um, and one of the ways to be safe is just observe your animal. Like if your animal is acting abnormal, like drunk walking or staggering or vomiting and you've been diffusing a lot of essential oil, stop and see if that takes care of it. Oh, nice. you know, if, if you're using a lot of oils for yourself, then you need to just keep an eye on your pets. Yep. Because sometimes those adverse reactions don't just happen that moment. They can happen, you know, months or even years of being exposed to essential oils. Oh, I would have thought of that. That is smart. Yeah. A buildup. Yep. One of the, the things that happens with cats is that they can, if the liver can't metabolize it, it you know, and fast enough, they can build up. So sometimes I, if you diffuse a lot of oils, I often recommend uh, that cat, um, cat parents, you know, you get annual blood work and just check those liver values and make oh, nice. sure everything's okay. 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 Once a while, they can go to your website, correct? At Amy, yep. A-M-Y, Williams, DeLong, D-E-L-O-N-G dot com, right? And then you have the you have the quick start as far as how to diffuse and what else do they have there? I'm sorry. Uh, the Pet Friendly Diffuser Guide. Okay, yeah. And an essential oil caution safety guide okay and they could set up a, a a visit you know they that you come do you can do it over you know by zoom or you can go to their home correct yep okay. they just reach out you know i always like to talk to people so you know if they email i call you back and we just kind of hey what's your situation and what's the best way to handle it and what and how to go from there nice um so i like do a little you know phone consult before we schedule anything just to make sure that we're doing you know what's the best thing for the right. yeah. baby. Well, I can't thank you enough for spending your Sunday afternoon <laughs> on the air here. That was in bearing with other commercials and stuff like that. So you did a great, awesome job. You truly know what you're doing here, and you're good at it. And that's why I gave you a call to have you come on the show. So hopefully other people will reach out to you so they do it right and not just get caught up into he said, she said. They truly understand, and like you say, safety first. And uh, uh, one quick, uh, just a quick thing, CBD oils, what's your thoughts? Um, They can be really helpful for anxiety and pain. I think people are too quick to throw it out there and and just like, hey, let's use CBD. Okay. Um, It also can be really tricky to find the right product and the right dose for you. Yes. Yep, that's it. You know, people, you know, there's a difference why you're paying 20 bucks for this one, the bottle and the same size bottle in another place that is the better stuff is 56 bucks. And there's a, there's people don't realize the quality uh, of the oil makes a huge difference on everything. So, okay, Amy. Whoops. Thank you. Thanks for having me, Katie. You betcha. You take care. Take care. Thank you very much. Okay. Bye bye. Bye. All right, and, and we have all, what, two minutes left? <laughs> two minutes left, yeah. <laughs> That's pretty good. We didn't get much chance to talk today. No. You know, I'm sorry. You could just sleep over there, and sometimes that's good, isn't it?
Yeah, I you mean, know, instead of just going to the phones, you know, back and forth, back and forth, back and forth. Yeah, doing but, a lot of back end stuff. So yeah, no, yeah, that's good. That's good. That's good. So I appreciate you coming in today. Yeah, and then like I say, uh, any score in the in the game yet? Yeah, seven nothing. Rams oh, are up. Really? Yeah, they just scored Ooh. on a red zone drive. So oh, Rams are up seven nothing. Ah, diggity dog, diggity. Hey. So hopefully, folks, uh, if you got any questions, you can give Amy a call. Because uh, oils aren't just what you think, you know. The too much of a good thing can be almost can be devastating. So that's why I talked to Amy about that. Give her, you know, go go to their website, and then, like I said, we didn't talk much about dog trading this today. But that's so what we're going to be here next week. <laughs> so we'll talk more about it then. And if you got any questions, you can either email me, go to mytalk1071.com, and you go to my show page, and then Amy DeLong's. Uh, there's a. Uh, link to her site from there so in case you were driving or whatever interested in the game and um, then you can go from there and so uh, hopefully uh, the biggest thing here folks we've got a it's not me master you dog and also what you need to remember is when the dog is stressed you, he doesn't need you to come out like a blooming idiot knock it off bad dog shame on you or be going there, there, there. It's okay. <laughs> when the dog is stressed, you got to look like you've got your poop in a group. Whereas, oh, what's this? Let's go check this out. Okay, but don't, you know, be, uh, they're looking for a leader because they're scared. Just like in, in the human world, right away you're glowing. You know, if you're scared out of something, you're looking for somebody that can get you out of it. <laughs> <laughs> and so and that's the same thing with dogs. Though, but what they're looking for is the leader leads the pack and takes care of the pack. And so that's that toy. If your dog is being scared side, you got to be the cheerleader and talk them through it. So, and you can give me a holler or go to my Facebook page, go to mytalk1071.com. You can go to my website or to my KDK9 Facebook page. Okay. And so I want to appreciate you always, always. This is the 20th year for the station. And so, so it's unbelievable. So hopefully you guys will be back next week and we'll talk some more dogs. So don't hide your dogs, train them. Or if you don't train them, don't blame them. We'll be back next week.